Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Uncanny Mystic Minds. So today I have a special guest, Laura Lavender from Mysteries Beyond. And um, when I found her podcast, man, I just really I I couldn't get over how much uh, how much variety she had in the topics that I liked because all her stuff is like super up my alley. So I was really happy when uh, when she was uh, willing to come on the show. So. Uh, Hi, Laura. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, really, uh, I appreciate you coming on because I like the whole, like, pretty much the variety, like, the scope of the stuff that you talk about. Like, it's, I think it's really cool. And I'm, man, uh, you're kind of unique in that way that you cover a a plethora of stuff. And and then, and then... uh, (laughs) you could tell that you you kind of must work with it obvious because obviously if you kind of uh, talk about it you must work with it too so so that's pretty cool um yeah yeah I, yeah i do a little bit of that I, I work i i am into magic so i am a student of the occult and of magic and of course i'm into spirituality that being both the love and light side as well as the, the darker aspects nice because you can't have one with it without the other so yeah i'm learning that too as i you know as i've been going on and or i guess through different phases of myself but um but i end up i keep coming back around um and then so uh yeah i guess like uh when you kind of start learning about like the all and then and then things like that you and then um and then for me personally it was like the concepts of like duality and then non-dualism and then that whole mind fuck they can come with trying to juggle that um you kind of end up coming back around to uh it, it I don't all know, to like somehow the ties in together you know and then you start pulling on one thread and then you know that topic leads into another so there's a lot of rabbit holes that anyone could get lost <laughs> lost into yeah and i've gotten lost in them for sure you know but um yeah but i'm here though so yeah right on um so I, I guess I'd like to know because, you know, um, like in the beginning of your podcast of your, like in the beginning of your episodes, you, uh, I saw you cover like the hermetic principles. And, um, for me, that's something that's pretty, that's like one of my, like one of my cornerstones of, uh, of like my spirituality for sure. Yeah. So how did you, um, like, how, how did you get into the hermetic stuff? Uh, yeah, so the hermetic principles for me are a huge thing. I like if if anyone that's wanting to get into spirituality were to ask me where do I start, I would point them in that direction. I would say start with the hermetic mm-hmm. principles because that is the foundation of it all, right? So it's it's the seven universal laws pretty much. And so I came across uh, when I first had my first spiritual awakening. Um, I was actually, I've had a couple of paranormal experiences, you could say, and then, um, you know, that led me to kind of research, research into what, what I was experiencing, and then one thing led to another, and somehow I came across the seven hermetic principles, and then I just started researching and more, and like applying them into my life, mm. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, um, for me, God, I, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure when I bumped into the hermetic stuff, but, um, what I can tell you, what sticks out to my head is that what kind of changed my life, like a, like I have like different epiphany moments, just kind of like everyone else, I guess. But 
one that was like a capital E epiphany, like just with with exclamation and just never left me was the one about uh, the opposites, like with opposites being true. And then once I, yeah, yeah, what, like, I'm not sure how it happened, but once I got to like, once that finally clicked and then, um, and I embraced it and then it just, everything made sense after that. I was like, holy crap. And like, and it just, I felt like a huge, like expansion, um, at that point with, with that one with, you know, and then I was like, oh man, I was like, the opposites are true. I was like. Like it just kind of let me realize that here that there's really no limitation, even though we're in a limited world, it still let me feel the, the you know, like how how there's no limit in a way, and I could feel that's, the expansion from that. Yeah. You know that's interesting because a lot of the times I, you know, the people that do share their experiences with me say that their, I guess, most memorable hermetic principle is the law of correspondence. Yeah, as above, so below. But so it's interesting that polarity. But I guess I guess polarity is a good one because you. I feel like it might be easier to see, right? You have up, down, hot, cold. You've got you know dry, wet. So it's it's in everything. Yeah, and it just for me, just with um, I guess I must have had a lot of confusion at the time of different stuff in my life. I can't remember exactly what, but it just mended it together, and I just it, it just gave me some kind of uh, clarity and closure. And then it's funny because in the front of my head or back of my head, the, the one that you mentioned was sticking out to me, but that's where I'm at now. And then that's because uh, I guess like I really embrace like the planetary uh, archetypes. So for that, like the as above, so below, that one really hits for that, for the planets. And, um, right. and so, the yeah. Like so, microcosm and the macrocosm. Yeah. So now currently I'm, that's kind of a, how I, how I end up coming to a lot of my, um, my little realizations and things like that is, is through that one. Yeah. Cause, uh, I guess I, I, I embody like the planetary concepts. But, um, yeah. And you could, yeah, again, you could see it also. We're pretty much just the, you know, small emanation of the, the macrocosm, right? The macrocosm being our celestial bodies, so like all the planets, our solar system, etc. And then the microcosm would be ourselves, because each and every single one of us is, in a way, a little universe. If you think about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's like I heard some kind of um, like a comment recently that, like, you know, like we all know that, like, we're all like a drop of a drop of water in the ocean of God, right? But the way that this person put the comment, it was that we're a drop of the ocean. And you know what I mean? Exactly. Like they kind of flipped it. I was like, oh, I'm like, there it is. I'm like, that kind of made me feel like more whole or whatever, instead of instead of so small, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, right, we're, we're right. big and we're small and like we're holographic at the same time. And and so, yeah. Yeah, so the uh, the hermetic is, is pretty much like a, one of my one of my cornerstones in terms of uh in terms of those concepts for sure um yeah sure i mean and it all i mean i guess the easiest one to understand as well would be the mind i feel like the very first one and it's so true if you really start applying those you know concepts into your life they can have a huge impact because if you once you realize that everything begins in the mind everything is a thought and that you can actually manifest it, right? So it's like, 
something as easy as like building a chair for example well, i want to say it's as easy as building a chair because i wouldn't be able yeah. <laughs> to do it without some like extra knowledge right but yeah me too uh, the idea is that if you think of something if you can think of building a chair if you can see it in your mind you can manifest it so that's kind of like the foundation of all yeah by the correspondence which is you know as above so below macrocosm the microcosm yeah um, by vibration polarity rhythm the cause and effect and you know gender gender is and everything yeah yeah definitely uh really consider the whole gender thing a lot and then uh with the mind thing it's it's so true because when i'm in the zone of like miscellaneous stuff i i end up coming to the conclusion after i'm done with that that oh dude like it was because i was able to see everything like when you see it then like through your mind then you can really do it like uh there's like a seamlessness to it and uh like a natural good flow and then so it feels good like when the flow is good like that yeah yeah i mean something as easy like uh i think like one of the examples i gave in my episode was like a sandwich right because it's the most easiest thing like you you get that sensation you're like oh i'm hungry well what's the easiest thing i can make a quick little snack or something okay what do you think of a sandwich okay well what do you want in a sandwich so you you have that image in your head right of the bread of like the lettuce you know the whatever spread you're going to add to it whether it be like avocado spread or hummus spread or whatever you have some onions and tomatoes so you can visually see it but it's it's i guess it's magical for me in a way to envision it and then actually see the creation it's something so simple and the example is so ridiculously simple but it it's you know it's it's one of the hermetic principles right there yeah the easiest way to even see it yeah it's a good way to break it down <laughs> yeah yeah so like um i'm curious because like you know you you kind of cover a lot of stuff so then initially i was like hmm like like i guess what was kind of going through my head was like like what like what do you even consider yourself like or like what are like i knew you liked the hermetic stuff because that was in the beginning so i was like okay that's cornerstone for you for sure but like you cover so many things that like i was just curious of like what do you really like uh like kind of utilize yeah and like <laughs> and like utilize the most i guess because i guess if you, whatever you utilize the most is like probably what you kind of roll with the most in terms of like terminologies or like labels even though i'm not a label guy but with you i kind of right. wanted to like to know your label a little bit i guess you know you know it's hard to say because I, I myself i don't really like labels because I feel like they're very um they kind of put you in a, you know they box you in and I don't really like to think of myself that way uh, I, I and in a way I don't I wouldn't say I specifically practice one thing more than I do the other uh because everything is integrated so you kind of need everything you kind of like yes i do practice you know planetary magic but then again i wouldn't call myself a witch because i feel like that just puts me in a box right so i mean plus i feel like the the title of a witch is be would be an honor because you would really need to know what you're talking about and have a lot of different uh knowledge on on different topics because you know magic yeah. isn't just one thing magic is isn't a lot of things but um and as far as you know as to say that the whole thing with the law of attraction it's kind of misleading if you label it law of attraction because 
you know that book everybody knows that book the secret right yeah so what it's really talking about is just one of the hermetic principles it's talking about the law of correspondence yeah right so it's pretty much uh that mirror effect that w- what you feel inside will mirror out your reality but yeah. they don't really mention all the other ones all the rest of the whole you know the rest of the six hermetic principles which is what you really need in order to manifest you know what it is that you want you can't just follow one thing so that's where I'm, I'm coming from you know and at the same time I wouldn't say I'm a Christian I wouldn't say I'm a Satanist um, I kind of like to walk that middle path cool so no wonder we felt or we felt no wonder i felt similar to you i was like man i was like you remind me of me a little bit or uh, uh, kind of a good amount because i i've kind of uh i've done my share of like talking about like the middle road or whatever I, i've even called it like the yellow brick road like the one in the middle and uh yeah, yeah and so um that's kind of how i roll too i guess but uh i mean i'm like a libra guy so i'm kind of like that's just kind of how I roll anyway, like kind of being in the middle and kind of balancing it out. But um, that's just kind of what I noticed. Like I just call it like hedging my bets because I, um, I've learned through making bets, you know, at in various situations that it's kind of nice to hedge your bets sometimes if you wanna if you wanna minimize your losses. If you don't wanna minimize your losses, then hedging your bets is probably not the avenue for you. But if you wanna minimize your losses, and then with that, I think about neutrality. Like if you embody neutrality, then you want to minimize your losses, right? Yeah, because right. not every bet can be like a perfect bet, per se. And so um, I guess that's kind of where I come from with that. Um, to like hedge Ooh, my that's bets. That's interesting. Uh, I'd like to hear a little more about about that. Like how you said in order to minimize your losses, you yeah. kind of have to neutralize it. Yeah, because um, what I've learned from like from betting like making a bet in life is that it's not guaranteed it's all about like maximizing your odds so in order to maximize your odds like for me i'm like a big defense guy like in sports so i want to minimize my loss because some people like uh like when you play poker there's some people that go really hard on offense and they end up winning the most um they can end up winning the most compared to others but they have the most roller coaster ride compared to everybody else and for some reason that roller coaster ride, I've done enough of that and I kind of don't want to do too much more of that. So I kind of like to keep my ship as even keel as I can. Yes. Yeah. Stable so I, as you can get. Yeah, because I I mean I'm kind of like like I'm I'm a kind of sensitive. So if I roll too much on one side, I'll be so extreme. And then so um, oh, I see. yeah, because I could be uh like extreme, you know, like like uh, naturally polarizing. So that's why since I'm naturally polarizing, I just want to try to stay in the middle as much as I can. Like I learned that that's like my healthier bet, you know. So you know, that speaking because you brought up astrology. So speaking of you said you're a Libra sun. Yeah, I'm. That might. Yeah, that I have a Libra. It, you know. Yeah. No. Um. God, I'm Libra in. Oh my God, it's crazy. Like, uh, damn near like seventy percent of my out of the main ones I, I think it might be like 70% Libra and it. it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy so the yeah Libra wow so what's your do you know what your ascending sign is it might be uh, that might be cancer but I think I might have like out of like the out of like uh, 10 or so uh, signs or 10 or 12 I think I might have like damn near 7 
at least six that are Libra for sure. Yeah. Big yeah. Well everybody has all the planets in, in you know in our chart, but what you might want to focus on, I'll give you a little tip, is uh, yeah. it's not so much your sun sign that rules your chart as it is your ascending sign. Because your ascending sign is how you approach things in life, right? So it's the first uh, immediate contact that you have. So you said you're a cancer. Cancer's ruled by the moon, which, you know, a certain trait of cancers is that they're they have that reputation of being very emotional, right? Like the moon. So they're, they're governed yeah. by their feelings. So if you've ever noticed or if you've ever paid attention to yourself or kind of reflected, how do you approach going to a store for the first time? Is it an emotional experience? Do you feel, do you get a lot of feelings? Do you Are you excited most of the time? Are you happy? So like it rules it. Same thing as if when you meet a person for the first time, are you more like, do you retreat? Are you more hidden, like that little crab that kind of walks sideways, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, you know? I want to see. (laughs) Man, you're making me so curious. Holy crap. um, (laughs) Because the ascending, because I knew, because I heard this um, on the, God, on the Order of Chaos podcast. And he mentioned the ascending one, like, as if where you're, like, like where you're going, like, how you go and he he like really stressed the hell out of that one Damn, yeah I wonder that's a big one. yeah and like god well think about it this way when you when you were born you were going from darkness right because you were in your mother's room you were going from darkness into light you were being born same thing with your ascending sign so that ascending sign at the same time that you were being born was also going through that process of going from darkness into light and it follows you with you your whole life it's mm-hmm. how you view the world it's how you know it's kind I of just like found how you it. approach things to life in life so it's good to know thyself <laughs> i just found it my ascendant is libra libra oh, so um, there you go um, seven degrees and uh, the 36 well what does that mean with the little with the little slit I'm 36 and um, I, I mean, I'm uh, saying, but... seven degrees with, with 36, but um, yeah, so I got Libra sun, I got Libra Mercury, Libra Venus, oh Libra, Li- Libra Saturn, Pluto, and the last one is my ascendant. Yeah, so you I got it one, Libra two, three, so yeah, four, five, six. Yeah, I, and yeah, and then pretty much like, um, I've made fun of myself before, I think on a different podcast or on mine, I forget, but uh, like I have like an eraser head, right? And then so that's like a joke that I have. And then on my chart, they said that my thing is in the shape of like a bucket, like a bucket with a handle. And that kind of reminds me of like an upside down eraser head. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I have a lot of like a cardinal. You can be very, uh, you can be, you can be very polarized and if you if you let yourself go you said so yeah that surprisingly it's part of it's, it's a trait that libras have because as much as we they get that reputation of being you know very balanced and just which they can very well be uh libras are also very passionate and once they like if you have it in your head that one thing is just like this is the correct way this is what's fair there's no way anyone is going to get you out of that headspace so yeah that's that's what passion comes in exactly that's what ignited my 
uh, I guess as a teenager, my spiritual um, blah, blah, blah. But like, I guess like around 12 years old, I had the question. I was like, is God fair? And I guess that makes sense now because I'm all about like just like whether something is just or not. And I just really wanted to know so bad because I saw like I was starting like I'm 12 years old. So I'm starting to see the world for what it is. And I was like, is that like, like, is God fair? Like, because I believed in God. Like I believe, cause I was like, well, where did I come from? I must've came from God. Right. And, um, that's what propelled me because at that point, once I started asking those questions, whatever you want to call it, God or, or source or whatever you want to call it. Um, it was like talking to me. It was like letting me know after that it was giving me like confirmation. That was the beginning of me getting, uh, confirmations from the universe and uh and that's what ignited my passion that's how i got into things like um like numerology and, and colors wow and stuff so like he's that. at 12 years old that's when i started asking the question like yeah because uh i wow. i wanted to know about that and then i guess and i guess i also wanted to know about like love like i, I didn't know what love was because i guess I was confused about love and then I was like what's love and then like but first I asked is God fair and then once I got that answer then I wanted to know about love what if you don't mind me asking what conclusion did you come to at that age uh well the answer was definitely yes and then uh at the same time it matters per case like it's a per case thing and it's also perspective on top of that because perspective and then the case could be different you know because you can have a good life but what if your perspective is that you have like a like a shitty life right so um it was on a per case thing but and perspective but in the end the common denominator was that it's truly fair and then so that gave me like a closure in order to keep on kind of going you know because at that point i was that was like my crossroad and then um at that point that's when i kind of kept on going with um trying to dive into I don't know, like meta- wow. metaphysical stuff, I guess. Um, yeah. Those are pretty deep thoughts to have as a, as a kid. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I, I was a weird kid or I, I wasn't weird, but I, there was something like up with me where I, um, I didn't like, I don't know. I had a weird, um, I had a weird block that it just felt different compared yeah to i had a weird block there where i felt different than everyone else and i was like well, why am i like this and i thought there was something wrong with me and um and I yeah like i just had to i had to get my own closure because i i, I kind of felt like that myself too growing up i didn't i feel like i felt different from the rest of my peers i felt like everybody was just so uh i guess i had a very cynical outlook and I felt that everybody was very hypocritical at the same time. Yeah. And I, one of the things that would frustrate me as a child is why aren't people honest with themselves and why aren't people honest with the people that are supposed to be, the, you know, supposed to be closest to you? Yeah. You're probably very empathic. So then you probably felt a lot of, like a lot of judgments because later on yes. you realize oh, yeah. later on, like once you get old, or at least when I get older, you realize all the judgments that are actually happening when you're a kid, it's harder to kind of figure that out. And then, um, I'm also thinking that, or what's coming to mind is that people who have that situation, how we just brought up, we're not necessarily, God, it sounds so weird, but we're not necessarily like from here per se like that. Like we don't resonate, like we don't resonate with here. Right. Yeah. So that's like another one. Yeah. If you don't, 
resonate if you're not all about this then then you feel like kind of like a weird outcast and then like i was like i was somewhat like you know like i, I had a good childhood but i felt still outcasted in a weird way and uh yes. like unrelatable i guess and um i guess that's why i'm doing shit like this now i'm trying to find like like-minded <laughs> and and then trying to learn um at the same time you know what i mean because i'm like well there's something to gain out here you know what i mean and right. it, and it is possible um yeah i completely agree with you i feel like most people who are in the same situation that we are and, and, and in our spiritual journey i feel don't like you said don't resonate with this you know with this i guess matrix <laughs> i feel like we we know that we're different we know we think different because i would always question i was brought up catholic so i would always question why we did certain things like why we i guess why we did certain rituals in catholicism mm. but nobody really ever had a straight answer for me and that that made me think a little more and wonder well you know like for example confession right we're told we can have direct contact with god but we can have a personal personal communication with god so if we can have a personal communication with god why can't we confess all our sins to him directly why do we need a middleman yeah and nobody was able to answer that for me <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah little things like that that yeah no uh i grew up in my age don't normally think <laughs> yeah no i grew up in it too i i was an altar boy at god uh like seven or eight years old with my brother and i i went to catechism and the whole thing and all that stuff and <laughs> yeah all right and um yeah but um i i did read the bible when i was like a teenager like i was starting to get into it and then um I was somewhat religious, but uh, I don't know. I forgot when I kind of uh, when I kind of put it down, and then um, but I did kind of put it down. And in general, what my take was, like in my late teens and early twenties, was that well, I'm not religious, but they all have different good concepts, and then so it's okay to embrace the concepts. I just didn't want to necessarily claim one, and that's kind of like just, not. You know, not just, one single religion is the truth but there is truth in all religions yeah, yeah yeah and then so and then and then that's real you know because there's there's lovely stuff in there um it's just that um just how i learned from like being into like a course in miracles like it's okay to embody like to embrace some concepts but you just don't want to start going gung-ho in them because then that's where it can get dangerous especially uh oh, yes with like religion there's like a guilt um that that people will get and then they'll let themselves either be guilted out of stuff or be like a martyr and then right. um, and then either way they kind of lose they'll end up losing a uh, like authenticity i guess you know exactly let me ask you this yeah uh, since we're on the topic of religion did you ever when you were i guess a child or younger or maybe in your teens did you ever feel that longing for like a spiritual connection but you just knew that somehow religion like maybe you were hopeful that religion was that your religion was the one but it, it yeah that yeah i was hoping <laughs> uh i was really hoping and then 
I don't want to say that I got disappointed, but maybe I kind of did. But then it kind of, I kind of bounced back from that really quick because I knew that there was still like the real truth out there. And then like the real truth is like the real God, because um, that I can attest to is like a real God. Like, you know, so that's what, like, that's what, like, that's what kind of keeps me going. Um, And then I think, I thank God that uh, I have like discernment um because without that i don't know it'd be kind of um it'd be really difficult and i guess that's where a lot of difficulties are in in the world you know what i mean like it can confuse people really good oh yeah and, um, people can get lost yeah that's why it's good to, to do a lot of research and explore different topics and you know just keep an open mind um, that's what i why I do what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and then it's like, I've told people before, like friends who are like, kind of like on the fence or like straddling on stuff that I was like, well, I mean, if you like it, you can check it out. Like different religious stuff. I'm like, check it out. Cause it's still a good entry way to figuring out stuff. Like it's still a good, sure. like, um, it's just that here on earth, like there's like that double edged sword where, if you go too much on that other side, you might get cut. But um, but it's still good to start off, like just like kind of like someone starting off the gym who's never lifted heavy weights, and eh, just throw some heavy weights on him. It's okay if it hits his chest for a little bit and <laughs> drops on his shoulders. Like yeah, it's like like let him kind of go through it for a little bit, and then he'll figure out what that's like. And then it's like just like kind of experience of like getting your feet wet in different your, ways. Your, and it's like, oh, it's okay. Your like, approach is, is being hands on. <laughs> yeah. Like let them figure out a little bit, you know, because that's, you know, like you end up, it, it'll, it'll be quicker. It'll be quicker, you know? And okay. uh, yeah. Well, depending on the topic, right? I was, I was yeah. Saying, uh, yeah. Just as long as you don't get too, too far on the deep end without a, you know, I, I, I don't want you running into the deep end of the pool without a, without a life vest if you can't swim, you know, okay. I don't want to hurt no one, but yeah, yeah. But, uh, but if there's a lifeguard there or your mom or dad, like, eh, it's okay. You can just go dive for a little bit and you'll figure it out. And those are like the best lessons. Like those are like the lessons that like they'll they'll last you know what i mean and um or, or at least make it like an impression yeah sure. yeah, they'll, yeah they'll make an impression i guess but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah well, you know, there's, a, there's a lot that we could go over yeah but i, I yeah I for sure we'll have to save it for a for another episode yeah for sure yeah no i just wanted to get to know you know just kind of get to know a little bit about you just before we start you know getting into anything because i know because you're because you're, you're like really well versed you know what i mean um it's, it's really cool it's really um i i it's not it hasn't been easy i think i've, I've it's gonna be about my fourth year and i i there's still so much that i need to learn there is i feel like it's, it's endless like this lifetime would not be enough. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's what but, it's yeah, like. I do yeah. My best and I, I, yeah. I try to no, but you're very it. refreshing. Uh, you're, you're, Thank you. yeah, you're very refreshing. And um, yeah, that's pretty much the best way I can describe it because, like, the way that I feel is that people should get hip, get hip to you and, like, uh, and kind of how you think. I think it's very refreshing and it's, and it's also modern, uh, as well. And, um, uh, and you also have a neutrality to yourself that 
lets you be able to be able to talk about this stuff. So you so you have skills in that way too. So yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel, yeah, like I, I pretty much feel similar to how you were explaining earlier that you don't like boxes. I really feel like that about myself. That's probably why I'm, I spread myself so damn thin in a way because um, I like kind of everything, right. like um, er, everything has its place. And then I know that everything has a good use as well. So like, I don't necessarily want to throw everything out or like just a certain thing. I kind of like a little bit of everything. And so, um, yeah, so I kind of, I I kind of resonate with that stuff too, for sure. Yeah. But, um, I want to thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank you for, for coming on and chatting with me today for a little bit. And, um, and yeah, I'll be looking forward to chatting with you later on and diving into different stuff. Maybe we'll kind of figure out some topics that, Sure. that we'd like to kind of feel is appropriate for the for the time being and then we can kind of take it from there you know what i mean i think people yeah. i think people would like it for sure sounds good to me yeah, yeah. let's explore different topics there's so many to go off of there's you know endless endless topics so yeah thank you so much for having me yeah for sure yeah no it's really humbling uh like once you kind of start to get in there you're like oh my god like you thought you knew shit but then you realize you kind of also don't know shit at the same time so it's like very humbling like once you start you know seeing a lot of different you know cool people like yourself you know what i mean so uh, yeah so so thank you so much i appreciate you coming on thank you thank you yeah all right well that's another episode for Uncanny Mystic Minds, and we're going to check you out on the next episode. Oh, real quick, uh, Laura, please let let the people know about your podcast, your great podcast, and um, and then let them know about, like, your uh, your other socials and, like, where to kind of inquire sure. about you. Thank yeah, please. Thank you. Please. Um, you guys can find me at, if you look at my podcast, it's called Mysteries Beyond with Laura Lavender. It's available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and pretty much any other podcast platform that you use uh if you guys want to reach you know reach me you can do so at my email lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and you can add me or friend me on instagram same username lauralavender.mb awesome thank you so much yeah i appreciate you coming on yeah it was really fun and uh i look forward to talking to you uh sooner than later for sure okay thank you so much it was great chatting with you okay cool Thank you, guys. All right. Well, thanks for another episode of Uncanny Mystic Minds. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.